Welcome back, everyone, to the Reflex Blue Show. I'm your host, Donovan Beery, recording here from Omaha, Nebraska, and I have back with me from uh, last season, Mary Allen. Mary, how you doing? I'm doing great, Donovan. Thanks for having me back. Of course, and last year you were working at uh, Hay Needle, That's which true. is here in Omaha, and then I don't remember if they were bought out at the time by Walmart. I think I think I think they already were. Yes, they were. Um, and and you've since uh, moved, and now are just across the street for the time being at the uh, M Space Group. I'm at M Space now. I'm really happy to be there. It's a great group of people. We've got a lot of stuff going on in Pacific, at least for the time being. So mm-hmm. Pacific Street here. Yes, lots of potholes. Yeah, if those, that's what you're referring to. Since since we last <laughs> recorded, the snow has melted, and with it has come more damage to the roads than usual. Well. This city has a has a nationwide uh, epidemic of potholes. <laughs> yeah, I think we make national news for it. I don't. They they can't do roads here for some unknown reason. There's there's other there's other cities in this country if you've not heard that that also get snow and ice, but but do not have these issues. Weird. I know. Hmm. I don't understand it. I don't either. So how's everything going over at M Space? <clears throat> Everything's going great. I've hit the ground running. I'm three weeks in, and I'm just working hard to plug away at the workload that they have because they're they're just doing great and growing right now and we're moving into some new offices in Midtown on May 17th so that's, oh, that's really exciting too. That's coming up fast. Yeah it really is. Man Pacific's gonna be like everyone's leaving Pacific. Are they? I don't know. It Are you like, leaving? That's no, everyone. No no I mean I'm, I'm, I'm here at least another year. We'll, okay. We'll see but it just seems that, that, that you know actually to be fair, no one's on Pacific. We've all been like half a, a building back from Pacific because mm-hmm. in our profession, no one wants to pay for a streetfront property. Maybe when... that'll be the next move. Streetfront property? Streetfront. Well, well, M-Space, are you guys moving streetfront? It's kind of streetfront. It's a building that doesn't really face the street on Dodge, So, but it's a really cool building, so who cares? It has a great view of Turner Park, I've heard. You've heard? I've heard. I haven't experienced it for myself. Okay, well, well, good luck on that. Thank I, you. I look forward to seeing how this all turns out. How's everything else going? Are you still on AIJ Nebraska's board? I'm not. I resigned in December from AIJ Nebraska, oh, but I'm really excited for them. It sounds like they have some good things coming up in like the summer. Yeah, it's it's. I, I always think it's weird because people are going to ask you for the next five years and assume that you're still on the board. I right. think I've been off the board for a decade, and people still ask me. Oh, you're not on the board anymore? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, no, it's been like 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. It's an organization that I'm happy to be associated with for life, so that's great. Yeah, I'm still a member. Yeah. And I still go to a lot of things. I think they've done they've done great things here. I just uh, like, no, no, I, I, did, yeah. I did my board time. Yeah, so. exactly. It's a, it's a commitment, and I was kind of at a point in my life where I just couldn't justify the volunteering right now, so. Okay. Yeah. As far as as far as other work, you've you've got some other projects going on as well. Yeah, I do. I have something on my radar that I'm really excited about because mental health awareness is something that's really important to me because I suffer from bipolar disorder. I don't know if suffer is the right word, but I deal with it. And I also have family members that deal with mental health issues. So it's just really important to me to talk about it and keep it, be really open about it because there's a lot of stigma that surrounds these mental health issues and I just want to help fight that. So I've been developing these greeting cards that uh, address certain issues like I've developed one for anxiety, one for depression, and one for OCD. And they kind of have like a 
a Mad Lib structure on the inside with some blanks, but some prompts as well to help people start talking about their issues. So for instance, for depression, the cover says RSV, please don't hate me. And then on the inside, it just helps you explain why it's difficult for you to attend events. And then on the back, I'd like to include some information about how to support people who are dealing with mental health issues. And I think these could be really a great way for people to get talking with their friends and family about the issues that they're facing and hopefully make the situation better for people who suffer from these issues. Do you think, is, is some of the stigma because there's just not the education out there and part of the reason why you want to forward people onto the back of the cards to find out more is, is to help with that aspect of it? Yeah, I think so. I think that a lot of people deal with these issues but they don't talk about it and because I'm not sure what the stigma is. It, it could be a lot of things, but I think that hiding it and being ashamed of it doesn't help the person who's suffering and it doesn't help the people around them who don't understand maybe why they're acting the way they're acting. So hopefully this is a way to combat that in a small way. Right, just because I think a lot of stigmas are based on you assuming that it's other people and it's no one you would ever know. Yeah. When, when these things... Normally, normally you do know somebody that has about any issue you can name. It's true. I, for me, it's like right now just saying I have bipolar disorder on your podcast is really hard for me. Like I've tried to say that on my Instagram stories before and I've like recorded it a few times and I've never posted it because I'm always worried what is an employer going to think? What are people who I want to work with going to think or collaborate with? I, I don't have anything to be ashamed of. I'm a really hard worker. I manage my bipolar disorder and do everything that I can to be healthy. So it's just something that I want to acknowledge and anyone who's out there that's suffering from bipolar disorder as well, look at me, I'm doing it. <laughs> well, 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 part of the thing is, is, is I think there's a, uh, like with a lot of mental health issues, because it's, 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 it's like a mental and not I don't want to word this incorrectly or whatever. Right. Because it's not something that you necessarily see. I yeah. can't walk down and be like, you know, I can't just say like, oh, Mary's got a mental health disorder because right. it's not a visual thing. It, it, I know that it takes a while for a diagnosis to occur or for even for people to realize that they may have something that that is treatable or that they can learn to um, communicate about. For sure. Exactly. Because so, I believe, I believe it, I don't know if this has changed, but it used to take like 10 years to diagnose some of these things. Wow. I wasn't aware of that, but I know... And it could have been something else. I read this a long time ago. Yeah. So. Well, I know, like, I wouldn't even probably know that I have bipolar disorder. I was diagnosed with bipolar 2, which means that I don't have, like, really high manic episodes. I have more, like, hypomanic episodes, which are just very mild along with periods of depression. So it was really through during a period of really bad depression that I was working through that I was just in my doctor in my psychiatrist's office and I happened to see on his chart that I had a diagnosis of bipolar 2. Otherwise I wouldn't even know that. And my sister at the time was just like, "Well, that doesn't that doesn't define you and I don't really like diagnoses and things like that." And I can understand her point of view, but for me it's like if you were to write a little description of me, bipolar would have to be in there because it does it does impact, I mean, it does define in a way how I act really in a very succinct way. But it's not all of who I am. It's just a part of it. 
part of the idea is is will these greeting cards like explain this because because I know that well you say you have a, a different bipolar two. I didn't know there were even different classifications, right. but of course there would be. Right. I think a lot of people think that with anything that it's you either have a hundred percent of it or none of it, but there's a lot of uh, spectrum on these things. True. As well. Yeah, that's true, and. It's probably not going to be something that I can do immediately, but I have a portfolio site, www.ilovemaryallen.com, and I want to start blogging on there, but I also want to be a resource for people who who need information and need help. So I would love, as an aspect of my site, to have a help page with some information about how to be a support to people. It's probably not something I can do immediately, but I can see it developing into something like that. As well as, I'm assuming, where to get more information and, and who to see. Because a lot of times you said, you know, you see something and you think, hey, maybe that's me, but where do you go to find out for sure? Absolutely. Yeah. I will direct people to the professionals for sure. Because <laughs> I am not one. Right. I, and I don't know what it takes to become one, but it, I, I know it's, it's... School's probably involved. Mm, the, always, there's always school involved, <laughs> isn't there? Yeah. I love school, though, so... Yeah. Okay, I'm going to be a psychiatrist, Donovan. Okay. And we'll see you in... <laughs> It, it, it's years. probably is it an eleven week program? Yeah, or? it's got to be eleven, twelve weeks max. Yeah, I mean, I mean, right now I'm I'm teaching I'm teaching over Metro and we're on an eleven week quarter, so I assume one quarter of classes you're you're done. Absolutely. Probably two classes, do both at the same time. Yeah, I'll get that done, no problem. Okay. We're gonna be right back with Mary Allen. So, so Mary, when did you find out? What what? When, how long ago was it that you had this diagnosis? It's probably been about eight years that I peeped that diagnosis on the chart. And I guess you, you, you technically weren't in the design profession even before that. It was you, you That's joined. true. So did, did any of this affect you going into the design profession, or does it affect how you think about design? It does. I think it all led me to where I am. I had been through some really rough times, and that's a big part of how I kind of started to channel my creativity into into something productive. I would say like going through I went through a death. I was actually present for the Von Mar not for the Von Mar shooting, but I was there when the shooter was walking into the building and we passed each other. You can see on the surveillance tape like I'm walking out as he's walking in and then he turned around and he walked out. That was that was that about ten years ago or twelve? It's been a while now. It might have been ten years. So the diagnosis yeah. might have there, come. There was a there was a mass shooting here in Omaha for those who who are, do not remember or are not around. Yeah. In, in the Von Mar in the in the mall in yeah. the Von Mar store. Yeah, it was really scary because I left the mall and got home and started hearing reports about people being shot at the mall, and so that was a really scary time. And it really trips me up because I felt like I came really close to being in a very scary situation. So that's when I really started going to therapy more regularly to help me deal with that. But it was really born out of my desire to, to keep pushing through tragedy. Like my, I lost my mother and that was a really difficult time for me and a very dark time. And so... I started just making these little graphics for my kids' PTO page, and I was having so much fun with it, I decided why not go back to school and take a class. And so that just really developed into a full-blown 
full school schedule and I loved what I was doing and it was really helping me out of this really dark time. I was doing something productive that gave me hope. And I think that it continues to affect a lot of the decisions that I make in my design career because I'm, I like to think I'm a lot more open-minded because I've dealt with the things that I've dealt with. And so I consider more perspectives. Um, I consider that people have different perspectives for me. Maybe I don't understand certain things. And so I think that all makes me a better designer. The, just wanting to learn more and, and trying to get in, you know, what, what they call empathy, where you're trying to think about what someone else does, I think is, is a huge thing cause, to communicate. And, yeah. and since we're, I mean, we're in, at the end, we're trying to communicate with someone. Most most of us try to do it with visuals. Right. If if you if you have that, um, it makes it easier. Right. Yeah, it really is. The, the whole empathy thing is true, and that comes very naturally to me. So even after the shooting, I became very obsessed with the shooter and what could lead someone to do something like that. And that a lot, I think he dealt with some mental health issues, and I'm not blaming on that, but it all kind of ties together. That was, yeah, that was, I think I think I was out of town during that day, and, and we, me and, me and Nate were... Uh, we're in a different town, and and we we get there. I think we're 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 going somewhere to speak, and, and the first thing they did was mention they're talking about, hey, see this news, and we're just like, what are you talking about? Right. Because we didn't, we were kind of <laughs> like on the plane or whatever, and we showed up, and it's like it was it was all it was on the news, and we're yeah. like, oh, what? A really huge thing to happen in Omaha, and very scary, and I think it changed me and a lot of people's lives. Yeah. So, so this all, all led to where where we're now you're now going about. Let's go back to your your your, your project. Okay, <laughs> the, the let's other go to project. The project. Yeah. I don't I don't know where else to go from from that part. But but you've got you're, you're you're starting with like greeting cards, and people can find out are these are these already online? Can they go to ilovemaryallen.com and see them, or are they something that that is still like in progress? It's in progress right now, but by the time this show hits, I'm gonna have it up on the site, so you'll be able to at least view them and hopefully even purchase them. Okay. And is this one of those things you we're just seeing what works or, or you're just, I mean, it's a, it's a long term is, is to be more of a resource area, but right now it's, it's, this is what, what made you decide, Hey, I'm going to start with cards or, cause it's, it's kind of creative. Like right. people, you always saying like, Hey, where, you know, why wasn't Mary at a party? Yeah. And, and so, so to get a little card that says like, and there's also, I assume it's a way of telling people that, that you may need some help or people thought process on these, uh, that, that you have, uh, you know, a mental, mental condition that where, where you don't necessarily have to come out and, and sit down and talk to them about it and, and kind of do it. It's like easing into it. Yeah, I, that's the better word. Yeah, absolutely. I don't see any way it would hurt to have these cards in existence and be able to communicate these things because I know in my darkest times, knowing that I'm not alone has been one of the things that has gotten me through. Like I spoke about my mother's death and when you have a parent that dies, it's almost like you become a member of this club that like you never knew existed. But all of these people would come out to me and be like, oh, I just lost my mother too. The more I would talk about it because I was just like obviously hurting, like very externally visibly hurting, I would talk about it and people would 
share their stories with me. And that made me feel less alone. And, and it's dangerous to feel alone. So I think that these could really help. I think I think when, when people get a diagnosis or something, a lot of times they're just, in a way, they're happy that they have something found because they're like, at least I have a word for it. And at least I know where I can go for support. Or at least I can explain, I have something to explain it now. I felt that way. And then you can treat it. I am take medication to help me deal with it. So I take a mood stabilizer and I take an antidepressant. And it's just a lot of people, people ask me, are you going to be on them for the rest of your life? And I don't know if I will be, but I'm okay if I am because these, it's a healthy way for me to cope with it. It helps me get ahead of the thoughts and the problems that I have. And it doesn't totally diminish them, but it just helps me cope. And that and a lot of other things that I do help me get through and be as awesome as I totally am. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, that's why your website's ilovemaryallen.com. Yep. Like, it's just, it's all right I'm there. Lovable. <laughs> yeah, it's all right there. Yep. We're going to be right back with, uh, with Mary. I know you're not there anymore at Hay Needle, and, and I've never actually been to the Hay Needle office. They're they're fairly close to here, but but I know I I noticed that um, a couple years ago you you uh, were able to completely like brand out the entire cafeteria or something. It's the break true. Room. Yeah, it was kind of perfect that I ended up working at a furniture retailer because I really enjoy interior and environmental design, and it just so happened that they were renovating a huge break room on the main floor of the building they lease, and. Jill Rizzo got me on the project and we collaborated with Katie Jo Huckins as well to create this really fun space. It was kind of awesome because I got it in my head that we needed a living wall because living walls are great for people. Plants, it's nature, it's bringing it into this corporate environment. So, so living wall is in plants and stuff, not like a cage of tigers. Okay, yes. I should have been more clear. Okay. <laughs> not a cage of tigers. I just want to make sure. <laughs> just want to clarify. Yes. So this is really kind of a funny story because I am just a real go-getter, Donovan. And I was like, you know, leadership doesn't really understand why we need this leading wall, this living wall, but we do need it. So they said, Mary, make a PowerPoint so that we can show it to leadership. Oh, but I was like, oh, a PowerPoint? This hurts. Hell no. But what if I just did some interviews with people around the office who support the idea of a living wall. Well, it turned into like making a little movie and I had like Mike Machian on the project and this guy Evan that worked in the photo studio, a videographer at Hay Needle. We interviewed a woman at Mulhalls, a plant store, about the benefits of a living wall. We went to Lexus and did some filming about how a living wall has because Lexus of Omaha has this enormous living wall in there. Okay, I, I guess last time I went and bought a couple Lexuses, I forgot that. You don't remember it? I just did it through the drive-thru, <laughs> you know. So they have an enormous living wall. And so we we interviewed them about the benefits. We edited the whole thing together. I'll link to it on my site so people can even check it out if they want to. Never showed it to leadership. Budget changed. <laughs> budgets changed at the end of the project, and the guy who was who was in operations told me, "Mary, we're just going to have to sit on this for a little while because I know if you present it right now, they're going to say no immediately." So I guess you could consider that a failure, but to me, it was this great experience that I got to have. My boss was super supportive about me doing this thing, 
and it never materialized, but I've learned a lot and I'm going to do it again. Did that, but, but, but you did get a design the space. Or work with I, the I did design the space. The you just space. didn't get a, a plant on the wall. I never got the living wall, but I'd love to do more environmental and interior design. I'm really interested in how you can, how your brand can evolve into spaces, and I'd love to. M Space is moving. I would love to be on the project one day when they decide to make their space really cool. Are they even going to paint the walls? Or are they just moving in? They're painting some of the walls, but they're moving in. It's a really cool space, so it's not going to be a dungeon by any means. It'll be a cool space, but I know it could be really awesome. I think I think one of the keys to an awesome space is just moving into a space that's already awesome. Right, that could work. You know, I, I, know, when, I know when Drew over at Oxide moved in the studio, everyone was like, oh man, you did all this stuff? And he's like, no. <laughs> he painted his logo just... on the wall, and, he, and everyone's like, oh, you painted this wall, and you did this, and he's like, just all like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's Blackstone for you. It's a beautiful yeah. space. Yeah. Someone had remodeled the space like six six months before he moved in or something. It was just perfect, but but that's rare. Yeah, that is rare. We 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 picked out paint colors is what we've done in this office. That's that's our extent. Well, if you want to hire out some services, I'm at M Space. Okay. Well, we have. I mean, we have one plant on the windowsill behind you. That's good. That's a good start. I, I keep that going, but. I but don't... what if it was a whole wall? I, I have a calendar reminder on my on my computer to tell me to water it every other week. <laughs> if it's a whole wall, I may have nothing but calendar reminders. I may not get anything done. I'm I, close by for a little while, so I can okay. assist. Yeah, I need I I, I can't pay out plant plant staff. <laughs> maybe maybe someday that I think that might be a career aspiration to where I have to have to actually have plant staff. That's the definition of success when you have plants staff. I always thought when I can hire someone to clean my home, I will have made it. That's what that's that's the definition. That's it. That's all I want in life. Okay. Don't want to clean anymore. Okay. That's you know we all have to have goals. Right. So, but that's an achievable goal, I think. I think I'll it make it. It just depends there. on what level of cleaning you want done. Right. I could hire my sister to come replace the toilet paper. Right now. Maybe take out a trash bag. Maybe. Maybe. That might be out of my budget right now. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have at the office, we used to have someone would come in and vacuum and pick up trash. Yeah. But then but then when we moved to this location, it, it no longer happened. I think that's a great thing when you, for employees, attracting employees and employee retention. Like when someone visited the Walmart offices in, in California, they were just whoa, it was really cool. Someone would just be like walking behind you and picking up your trash in the kitchen and wiping down the counters. And we had nothing like that. I, I don't know anywhere in Omaha that has stuff like that, but it's like you have to have that in California because employees expect it. So Really? That's what they were saying. I don't know if this is a rumor or I'm spreading or what, but um, I think we could up our game in Omaha. We could have some services like that. We could demand it. We could have a union to demand these things oh i don't i don't know if we're ever going to get a design union <laughs> we're we're lucky everyone sign up be a member of aiga yep. it's the closest we have yeah they they will advocate on for the rights of design and for, whatnot for real aef does a lot of stuff as well for advocate for in their advertising but there's a lot of overlap there right i don't i don't know Getting, getting an actual, like, Nebraska Design Union or something like that is, is probably not in the immediate uh, next year plan. Yeah, you're right. 
So, so support AIGA is what we got right now. Yeah, do it. We'll go from there. Great organization. And next thing you know, you'll have you'll be littering, and people will just be following you around, picking it up. Hey, that's, spray down, uh, spray me down with Lysol everywhere I go. Just spray it with Lysol. Yeah, and every time I go through a door, braze it. Door, a doorway to just shoot Febreze. <laughs> yes. Or an off-brand Febreze. It doesn't have to be name-brand. No. Not picky. Yeah. That's all we ask for. So that's it. That's it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we'll start asking for more if that starts happening. Yeah. Get greedy. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks, Mary, and uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll catch up with you later. Okay. Thanks, Donovan. The Reflex Blue Show with Donovan Meary is hosted at 36point.com. Music by Dust Lab.